are here. Ooh, the spirit juice. <laughs> we are queer. This is the most. What's the rest of that? Girl, you don't even know. What's the rest of that saying? You don't even know, bitch. We're you need here, to Google we're it. Queer. Get used to it? Is that the last? I don't know. Someone will tell us. Hi, everybody. I'm Jay. <laughs> and I'm Ray. And this is He Said, He Said, the podcast that makes you go. Hmm. Here yes, we are. Indeed. Another week. Mm-hmm. Another, you know, streak. Another bitch. I don't even know. Another streak? Yeah. Like being nude and running streak across a week. Football fleek. Field? Uh, girl, I okay. can just and the list goes on and on. Eek. Okay. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> we want we want to remind you to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on all streaming services. You can find us at He Said He Said Pod. Yep, all streaming services. We are on Spotify. We are on SoundCloud. We are on Apple Podcasts, and all the other places you listen to great things. Also, mm-hmm. find us on all social media at He Said He Said Pod. Follow, share, and tell a friend to tell. A friend. Yes, please. Hallelujah. Uh, you, know, you know why we're telling you to do that, so I won't repeat it. You also can find some pretty nifty playlists on oh, Spotify. If you don't say so yourself. Pretty nifty. Are they, are they updated? Yeah, they will be updated as of today Ooh, from mom, what we're talking about today. Us. So just, it's, New leaves, bitch. <laughs> You'll hear more about that a, a new little leaf. bit later. But we have a full docket, so I think we should really like jump right into this at this point. Oh, not a docket. Yes, Ooh. the docket is full. Ooh, okay, bitch. Well, if the docket's full, honey, then the, the blessed be the episode. What? What's your your first? Yes, love it or okay, shade so it. So love it or shade it. So oh Lord, I'm nervous. I have a duel. Oh, love here we go. Buckle up, it. everybody. Hopefully, <laughs> you got your drink. And it's it's funny because my love it is the same as my shade it. Oh, okay. okay. So my my love it and shade it is mm, to oh, yeah. the federal government. Oh, come and on. this is why. So. I'm sure everyone's heard by now that, um, you know, 45 shit stain, whatever you want to call him, Trump, (laughs) that he um, signed a bipartisan two, actually 2.2 trillion dollar economic relief plan, which is trillion. um, Yes. Trillion with a T that is related to coronavirus, um, the pandemic and um, is meant really to help people and businesses to kind of get back on track. Um, and this is historic because um, a lot of this money will actually go directly to workers in this country and to families, which is great as opposed to just um, corporations being bailed out. Um, but there's also several hundreds of billions of dollars that are going to corporations in an attempt to jump jumpstart the economy. And of course, whenever mm. Trump says the economy, what he really means is the stock market, stock market. Um, which th- those two things are not the same. The stock market is really just one of the components of mm. our um We've said on economy. the show before where it's like the stock market is for the rich because... I mean, rich. I wouldn't say it's for the rich, but I would say that there are very few average Americans who own stock aside from what's in their 401k. And also own stock at the level in which they would see positive yes. gains as Agreed. someone like a rich person who has millions in the stock. If yeah. you have 20000 like that's cute, but... It's not millions. Yeah, it's not. That's that's very true. Um, so that's my love. It my love. It is great. I'm so glad to see that you know regular folks um, and small businesses especially are going to be able to benefit from this. My shade it is to the government because uh, for anyone who's been following reparations, mm-hmm. to be clear, um, reparations are um, the making of amends for a wrong one has done by paying money to or otherwise helping those who have been wrong. So in this case, when I say reparations, I mean reparations for slavery. 
Um, and there's been calls over the years for um, our lawmakers to really seriously look at this to see if this Girl. is something that can be approved. And a lot of times what you'll hear as a pushback is, oh, well, it's just too much money and the government can't afford it. So my shade it is, um, you know, to the government, because obviously they can afford it, mm-hmm. but it's just not a priority. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I could see reparations happening maybe once the old fogies in Congress die off and more progressive legislators are elected. But I won't hold my breath because, you know, many people in all age groups who especially are not black think that slavery is just something that mm. black folks should just get over. But we'll just have to wait and see. Don't, wasn't the um, wasn't there during Trump's time in office, which has felt like an eternity, <laughs> wasn't there truth. like they there like some sort of tax reduction of two point some trillion dollars? Yeah, there was. a. I think it was I uh, one trillion dollars. I think something that was the that was the ta- that was the, the the tax relief bill yeah, that was so, passed that helped companies more than it helped mm-hmm, regular people. So. Here we are now. Yeah. That's why our deficit is going to be off the fucking charts. Mm-hmm. Deficit is what the what the country owes in debt. Girl, how you own yourself money? Look, there was how I, the country. Listen, how the government owe the no, government we money? owe um we owe other countries money. There, it, it's it's very interesting if you really look into. Well, it. I don't got time, and then we don't got deficit. the money. Bitch. I don't know, have time. I but yeah, no, you're right that there was like a trillion dollar um tax. Look at me, bitch. I pay attention because if I want to go somewhere and I want to be somebody, I gotta wake up and pay attention. And and let's be really you know honest about this. That particular um tax cut that was mm-hmm. passed really was a. a I don't want to say that it's the main reason why the stock market was doing well because we were already on an upward trajectory from from when Obama was in office. So, like, the economy was already on its way, even though he wasn't getting any credit for that. Mm -hmm. Um, But a big part of why the stock market was at, like, historic highs was because of the $1 trillion that that, um, companies were able to avoid. (sighs) Well, Well, you know, to everyone getting a check... Bless you to those that aren't. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, we'll talk more about that later. But what is your love it or shade? You know, this week was a lot. I feel like this week was an emotional roller coaster. I was Vivian Green. Bitch, every bitch. week is an emotional um, roller coaster. These and days. I felt like every minute, every second, 2020 every is hour, a ball head scallywag bitch. That's all I have to say about it. No, I feel like 2020 is. I feel like 2020 is just hasn't found itself yet. Okay. It's going through an identity crisis. Yeah, and because she I hasn't think, found herself, she is acting out, and we're all taking. But why the does why is everyone saying she? Why can't 2020 <laughs> be a man? Why can't 2020 be a fuck dude? I mean, it could be. Let's say he then. Okay, so 2020, he's finding himself. <laughs> he is acting out. Yes, go. He on. is acting out. Um, this week was trying it, it it really tested my patience my mm-hmm. my positivity my yes. bo- and uh, i'm grateful for you know today mm-hmm. my love it is actually oh, i'm glad you, know, you have a love it considering mm-hmm. that you've been going through it because at the end of the day i'm blessed that is great that's a you great know, way to look at the world i'm i'm breathing mm-hmm. i'm alive yeah uh, and you know, I, I'm just people around me are, are if if I if I, if you are measured by um wealth by the people around you, bitch, uh-huh. I am a trillionaire. Okay, come okay, on, yes, trillionaire with a T. Okay, what's your love it? So my love it is actually to Tamia and to Deborah Cox. You know, the '90s, 2000 vibes, the high schooler in me, a stranger in my house. How did you get here? I feel like you low-key just called them old, but that's fine. Go on. 
I mean, they're certainly not my age. <laughs> but does them not being your age mean they're old? No, but they're okay. not young because young okay. is younger than me and okay. older is older than me. Okay. And then what are you? I'm just what I am. Okay. I'm Good. always going to be what I am. Okay. I'm never right. going to be old because there's always someone older okay. than you. And I'm never going to be young because okay. there's always someone younger. That's cute. So go on. So they decided yes. to do an Instagram live duet mm-hmm. of um, the Mariah Carey, I mean Mariah Carey, the Whitney Houston <laughs> like, wait, um, who? song. What was the song called, bitch? Mm, count on me. Count on me, bitch. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Deborah. It's from, what, what soundtrack is that from? Um, the Preacher's Wife. No. I mean, no, no, not Preacher's girl. Wife. Um, the Preacher's Wife. I'm thinking because, you know, <laughs> anyone, that Try again, that, bitch. anyone that knows Ray mm-hmm. knows that the Preacher's Wife is basically his soundtrack. Okay. Um, and don't let it be Christmas During Christmas, time. yeah. Bitch, you will sing that during okay. April Fool's. Right, okay. so so take a second swing at it. What soundtrack no, is I don't from? like this, but wait, have, <laughs> let me go through my work, my notes, and then we'll talk about that, okay? <laughs> go ahead. Go on. Go on. Bitch, what are you doing on your phone? <laughs> don't worry about what I'm doing on my phone. Okay. Yes. So I think both of them should be much more famous than they are. True. Um, Deborah Cox has a voice like no other, and Tamia is legendary in these streets. But I just don't think they, they don't get the they don't get the credit that they deserve for the impact they've made on on music, specifically R and B, especially Tamia. Mm-hmm. The runs, bitch. The tone, bitch. Mm-hmm. The smile I needed in my life during this trash time of staying in, bitch. You know, put a little New Orleans um, bounce track to it. This could be giving you life in a club, okay? All right. Waiting to excel. Uh, Deborah, okay, you're over there, over there. Did just you say waiting to excel? Uh huh. Like the spreadsheet, bitch. I'm trying. Yes, I'm waiting to excel. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Listen. Well, that is a soundtrack. Just Deborah you know, Cox. Anyone doesn't know waiting I to feel like exhale. Deborah Cox has. <laughs> What's interesting about Deborah Cox is she played in Bodyguard, the traveling musical. She played the Whitney's part. And I feel like there's similar tones in their voices. Long and short, if you need a little pick-me-up in a day, bitch, it will make you feel blessed. And, you know, every Sunday should be the day of God. Listen to gospel music. And if mm-hmm. this is your extension of God, then listen to it. Okay? We also have a gospel playlist on we Spotify. and Ray Called the work- Gospel Truth. And he'll be working on the other streaming services this week. Because guess what? We ain't got shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> speak for yourself. Bitch. Speak Come for on, yourself. Bitch. Come on, bitch. Okay. <laughs> so that is my love it. Uh, that's great. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Waiting to excel. You always got a snack at the table, I too. I, just, I do. Because that's I'm my thing. I'm nervous about the two. All this drinking, you need to put something in your stump. I need to put something in my stomach. Let me speak for myself. Okay. So let's move into the unfiltered. <laughs> I'm bothered since the, the docket is full, bitch. The docket is full. Okay. So as we've been doing these weeks, obviously you know all anyone is talking about really is COVID-19 um we'll keep this pretty short just because you know we don't want people to get overloaded with COVID-19 I'm tired of COVID COVID he is trash oh oh okay Mr. COVID Mr. Mr. Rona okay well Mr. COVID everybody was calling him Miss Rona Corona Mr. 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 COVID okay Mr. COVID-19 okay yeah Mm -hmm. All right. So the biggest news related to COVID um, is kind of what we've already talked a little bit about, which would be the um, stimulus package that was uh, just passed. Um, uh, You know, to be kind of specific about what's going on as far as the payments are concerned. And when I say payments, I mean payments to regular people. Most adults will get twelve hundred dollars, although some will get less. Um, and for every qualifying child age 16 or under, the payment will be an additional $500. Um, so 
obviously it really depends on what your financial situation is. It depends on whether, um, you know, someone can claim you because if like, let's say you're a college student and you're being claimed by your parents because Mm -hmm. of that, you will not get any money because you're being claimed by someone else. Um, But as long as you filed a tax return or if you filed a tax return, you know, by yourself or jointly with someone else, then there will be payments that will be made. Now, this is based on income. Don't you go ahead. Yeah, it's based on income. And there, you know, are people who, you know, after a certain point, you will um, phase out of this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people who uh, have made over a certain dollar amount actually won't get any money. Um, We'll share out some more details about that via social media. I'm not going to get into the details of that right now. Do you feel like it's fair, though, to say that you have to make a certain amount or less to get any sort of money? Yeah. Okay. I do. You don't? I just feel like this COVID has impacted everybody. That's true. Not, and, and I don't, I would say like, I would say like the 1% don't need shit, mm-hmm. but I would say like there, there definitely should be consideration for people that make more than, I mean, essentially what they've done is, um, if you make more than a hundred thousand dollars, basically, mm-hmm. or $200,000 as a household, that's where you don't get any money. Mm-hmm. So I think that, um, there's kind of like maybe this arbitrary idea that if you're making six figures that you, you don't need, you need less help. Yeah. Which to your point, that's not necessarily true. Yeah, because it's like, what do you, when you think about the impact, even though someone may have, you know, made $100,000 last year, they also may have just been laid off. Yeah, not only that. So people, just now, because you make six figures doesn't mean that you're not living paycheck to paycheck. But also, but what I'm saying is like now the co- this this stimulus package is to help people going through COVID mm-hmm. and someone making $120,000 a year, $100,000 a year, or $98,000 a year, whatever it is, mm-hmm. or the household making, one of them may have been laid off even though their income tax, their the income last year or this year might have been like now they don't have money. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. So, and that's what I don't I'm know, it's just know. something to consider. I think that... And that's me. a and that's a good point because it's like just because you you know are making that much money, um, you know either as a single person or as a household doesn't again mean that you're not living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, you, so if you're affected, yeah, it could mean just the same thing that it means for someone who doesn't make a lot of money because they're not able to pay their bills. And now you have to go on unemployment, and the max is seven hundred and some dollars. So well, here it is. It's actually different depending really? on where you live. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So there's there's some privilege in in the amount of money that is av- is um, allowed here in the state of Washington, which mm. I actually would get into that later too. Oh, well, um, look, at, look at God getting into it later. Come on. <laughs> so kind of to be clear about what um, metrics um, or what um, information the IRS is going to be using to determine, um, you know, what your income is, it will be either your 2019 tax return mm-hmm. if you filed already this year or 2018 if you have not already prepared a tax return for um for for 2019 Mm -hmm. so either 2019 or 2018 you want to look at your adjusted gross income and that will tell you where you fit again we'll share um you know what the calculation is based on what you make via social media Mm -hmm. um and then you'll be able to see exactly where you fit um if you haven't already looked that up um covid is just covid is just fucking up covid is is affecting everything so everything bitch kind of getting back to my anxiety <laughs> bitch my stomach i had goals oh, no. i had goals okay. i wanted to be thin by um the end of may covid's not stopping you from doing that oh it is bitch these no, snacks he's not. He's the, he that. is no it's that's got to do with you and um you know decisions that you make and oh with that's your life. rich coming from someone that likes to snack while they're sleeping that's fine I'm, but I, I understand that how that's you got a bag COVID's of chips fault. in bed 
Okay, so I don't eat bags of chips in bed. I have eaten ice cream in bed, but not bags of chips. Get your life together. Um, but getting back to unemployment. Ooh, come on, getting so, back to. Um, I love a good pivot. One of the great things great that, that uh, one of the great provisions included in this bill come on, provision. is that um, eligible workers will get an extra $600 per week on top of their state benefit Ooh, through come unemployment. Come on, when is this effective? Um, so um, I think it's pretty much effective immediately based on the law being passed. That's for up to four weeks that you can get that, that kind of top up or extra money. Um, but it's interesting because some states Wait, are so more. You have to, so you have to apply for unemployment. Yeah. And then there's probably an there's probably some type of a mechanism for you huh. to apply for the extra. I'm not sure if they I'm pretty sure they probably don't just give it to you automatically. You probably do have to. But apply it's up for to it. you said it's up to up to an extra six. Uh, okay. No, so, you'll get an extra six hundred dollars per. Week. Oh, OK. Oh, well, yeah. No, it's not up people. to. Yeah. So um, but again, some states are more generous than others. So according to the Century Foundation, the maximum weekly benefit in Alabama for unemployment is two hundred seventy five dollars. Shit. It's four hundred and fifty dollars in California. $713 in New Jersey. So that gives you an idea of the the very... Um, it's like cost of living. This vast... Exactly. It's based on cost of living, I'm sure. But there's a vast difference in um, what you might be... Because, you know, eggs are $3, $4 here. But in Alabama, who knows how much they are? I don't. But that that seems like a huge... Like $275 a week? saying eggs like that. I'd like I that's the fuck you doing with $200 very, a bitch that, that sounds that's one trip to QRC but I'm hungry yeah. hungry hippos <laughs> speak for yourself bitch I ain't no hungry hungry hippos <laughs> <laughs> listen oh my gosh I can't Um. so yeah so that was an interesting thing the one other interesting thing I wanted oh, to oh you love a good to, interesting COVID we're gonna get quick no, in 10 minutes no but <laughs> I did want to mention um, that there are also move. provisions for um, 401k and other retirement oh, retirement yeah. accounts that you really want to read up on this because you could be allowed to take um, up to $100,000 out of your 401k without the 10% penalty. Also, when you go to pay taxes on that money that you've taken out, you have up to three years to pay it back. And there are different rules where you may not even have to pay taxes if you get the money back into the account sooner. So I say all this to say that you really just want to go out and um, take a really close look at the provisions that are included in yeah, this. Come on, Whether you're affected by COVID or not, because who knows, you, you could be, even though you're not affected today, you could be affected oh, tomorrow. Girl, so, on. you know, it's, it's just good to arm yourself with with information mr covid is yes. he he is in these streets he is asking in these streets running amok and just creating havoc girl um so the 2020 olympics have been officially postponed so 2021 looks like they will start approximately july 2021 um this is after japan prime minister shinzo abe um actually came out and admitted that they're going to have to push it back at yeah, first. Obviously, they didn't want to do it. I That's mean, look, a, what, it's going to fuck up their economy. Oh, for sure. Financial and, impact. It and they over here probably built a whole new city just to have <laughs> host this shit, because that's usually what... Yeah. Well, not in Japan. I feel like Japan probably had most of what they already needed. No, I feel like what most they needed already. be like, oh, we got, we got the Olympics? Okay, we're going to kill... We're going we gonna to knock down all the buildings in this one part of town, and it's going to become the Olympics. Yeah, I don't think Japan has to do that again, because it's already a big industrialized city. But you're correct that a lot of the smaller places that have gotten the Olympics, not only do they build up all this new shit... But when you go back five, ten years later, all that town. shit is abandoned. Yeah, and they because have, now like, they don't need it. It looks like you went to the um to the to Greece to see motherfucking the Colosseum. Oh my god. So the other thing um, <laughs> of note is that um, one of the things that I think a lot of people are not realizing about COVID is how it's affecting 
um, first responders, mm-hmm. um, and even not necessarily just shout first out to responders. Starbucks for giving um, first responder free coffee. Oh, that's yeah, that's mm-hmm. a big deal because they said they are. I think they well, did it you through know. September, but you know, Starbucks is socially responsible, so that that doesn't surprise me. But yes, that's a good to shout them out. Um, so two specifically, really so far, hard hit um, cities or states would be New York and New Jersey. So. Mm-hmm. Um, when I had read a headline about NYPD, they said 300 officers mm. were um, positive for COVID. Well, that's already jumped up to 696. Damn. And three um, have died. So three NYPD employees. So that includes not just your, your officers who are on the street, um, you know, or mm-hmm. officers in the precinct, but also administrators. Um, and in the same with um, New Jersey, we're 700 New Jersey police officers have tested positive for COVID. So it's just an interesting thing to kind of think about because it's just like, you know, right now I know that (laughs) that cops are not really, um, you know, arresting people for things that are considered to be low level, low level criminal activity. So that's interesting because like they don't need as many people, but that's scary to think like, just let me put this in perspective. Oh my God. Last Saturday, 4,342 NYPD employees were out sick. Hmm. How many is on the workforce? 4,342. I don't know how many people they employ, Uh but there are 4,000 people who they employ who were out sick. Um, And um, so I could probably do the math, but it was 12% of the department's workforce that was Mm. out sick. That is insane. I mean, 10% would be 40,000, right? Four thousand. Yeah, yeah. So over forty thousand people. It's insane. It's crazy. That's crazy. But you know what else is insane? What is insane? How these motherfuckers in these streets taking COVID and making challenges? <laughs> Who is they in these streets? These influencers are out here, bitch. Not even influencers. I feel like these. Not even micro influencers, because I feel like these bitches that were doing these challenges are. They're not. They're not micro, bitch. They're not macro, bitch. They are. They are ziplock material. So. <laughs> Wait, how do we get from micro to macro to Ziploc? Because it went, you know. So <laughs> influencers um, are doing this new challenge. Well, first of all, mm-hmm. what's happening is things like TikTok are becoming all the rage because Indeed. for all age groups. Yes. yes. Because you're sitting at home, you're like, bitch, we played a game. Bitch, we watched Netflix. Bitch, we ate. I mm-hmm. cooked. We took a nap. Like, what am I going to do next? And then there yeah. are all these dance challenges happen. Well, apparently, mm-hmm. this new challenge is licking toilet seats. So It's called the coronavirus challenge, apparently, allegedly. This one, Becky, <laughs> um, her name was Don't Ava. give her name. Don't give her name. Oh. She yeah. was desperate for Fuck fame. Her. Yeah. 22-year-old. She's not desperate for fame. She's already famous. Well, no, she had, <laughs> let me see, babe, because I looked at my little, she only had uh, 150,000 followers. That's a lot. And she had 19,000 TikTok bitches. Mm-hmm. And she posted on March 14th of um, hashtag coronavirus um, mm-hmm. challenge, challenge. Mm-hmm. where she licked a toilet seat on a plane. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she said, and I add, oh I can't get coronavirus. Just like the gays, rich blonde bitches are immune. I saw that. Uh-huh. Yeah, Becky, with the good hair. Mm-hmm. Um, she also talked to Dr. Quote Phil. Um, and, in on this conversation, she just said that now people are on her page. Um, she said, now that you're on my page, racism is bad. Gay people are good. Transphobia is gross and it's grosser than me licking the toilet. Good day. So now she's trying to leverage all of these people looking at her page, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok for positivity, but she's in these streets 
licking motherfucking toilet seats. Yeah, I mean, I would, and then a guy did it too, and then he yeah. then he posted, but uh, then he got coronavirus. That he was in, got coronavirus. That. So the law, like That's girl, karma. first of all, first of all, who in their who in their sober mind mm-hmm. thinks licking anything on a toilet is sanitary? It's for clout. It's not about whether it's sanitary or not. It's for clout. I mean, I have read some things, and I don't know how true it is, but. The first bitch that did this, um, the rich blonde bitch, she does what she called herself. Um, but and, and I wonder if she rich because what I had read was that she had licked the toilet seat on, an on her sugar daddy's airplane. private plane. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. Um, I would call her Becky with no sense. Because I wouldn't even call her Becky because that is an insult to anyone named Becky. <laughs> because uh, here's the thing: so you're doing this, I guess, for clout. Even though I'm so confused about what how licking a toilet are you on? gets you clout. Like, I I don't, like, that's not the kind of clout chasing that I am familiar no. with. Um, and, what and does this it is, taste like? That's nasty. It tastes like plastic or whatever. It, it Whoever was sitting on I mean, it, if you cleaned it, like. if you cleaned it first, I mean, it could taste like any number of things. <laughs> but it probably tastes like whoever was sitting on the last. No, not if you cleaned it, which I'm sure she cleaned it before she licked it. But that's kind of not, still not really the point. It's still disgusting. That's so nasty. Toilet seat. First of all, it's a toilet seat. Second of all, it's a toilet seat. Third of all, it's a toilet toilet seat. seat. Yeah. Um, But I mean, this is where TikTok and other social media platforms can um, be used for bad. I mean, remember a Tide Pod challenge? Yes. Which, I mean, who knows how far and wide that actually got, you know, you know, except for a couple of real idiots. But this is really fucking disgusting. And it's like, I get the idea of being a follower and how like being a follower in the context of social media has become something that's not necessarily perceived to be a bad thing because, you know, you follow Mm -hmm. lots of people. We both follow lots of people on social media. But what I hope is that, um, you know, with these parents out here, people who have kids, that they're using this um, and using these situations and not and even before these situations that they're kind of instilling this idea in their kids that being a follower on social media is fine but being a follower in real life don't be out is something that maybe you shouldn't don't lick nobody's toilet seat right and let me see that shit on tiktok i'm gonna beat your ass and then we're gonna i'm gonna have you lick i'm gonna have you lick the wombs that i give you when i beat that ass okay that's also gross but okay okay the other thing that she had said that i was like are you fucking kidding me (laughs) she said something to the effect of it's no worse than licking a dude's ass yes that's what she said and then the old boy who um this is just trifling but i'm also like but so no, it's different because like it's a it toilet. It is different. It's a toilet. It could be piss, shit. It could be a um, booty hole. Can be bleached just like a toilet seat, <laughs> and so. it's being cleaned. And it's. It, I mean, I just it's. This is ridiculous, and that's it, it's ridiculous, and that's all I have to say about it. Well, all I have to say <laughs> is um, I'm gonna call her influenced. Okay. Um, influenced. You need Jesus. She under the influence of clout chasing. Okay. Mm, clout, um, so south, speaking bitch. of clout chasing, so and this is someone who actually resisted. Oh, come on, resistion. The temptation of, Ooh, of resistion. A form of clout chasing. I mean, it. You know, it's a little bit different. But Simon Rex um, revealed. I don't even recently, know who this motherfucker is. Oh, who I, is Simon oh Rex? I do. Oh, I know, I know you do. I know who I Simon saw his Rex pictures is. and I said, oh, <laughs> this look like somebody's Simon. I mean, all right, <laughs> Simon says, bitch. Anyway, Simon mm-hmm. Rex, am I wrong? Revealed that he Rex had been approached by British tabloids 
They had offered him money. You like them blue eyes. They offered him money mm-hmm. to give up dirt and on Meghan hair. Markle. So to level set about who he is, he was actually an MTV VJ. Still don't know him. Um, a while back, I guess it was after probably my time. in the nineties. No, because it's um, after my time. He was there. He was not, um, not on my. You time. mean before your time? It was after my time. After your time. Uh huh. Okay, that doesn't make sense. Before my time would be meaning he would be older than me and he was doing He's it. 45 years old. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Oh, that's why you were Okay, so, so yeah. So, you're saying it's before your time. I don't think it was. That's fine, though. Um, so, um, he actually co-starred oh, with okay. Meghan Markle on the show Suits, which I I've never seen I still don't suits. know that show. But apparently, when they were working together, they hung out. Uh-huh. You know, air quotes, I don't know. Um, she got a tight. <laughs> So he explained um, on a podcast uh, that nothing happened. We never even kissed. It was just like we hung out once in a very non-dating way. He's being really um, kind of descriptive about this. She was just someone I had met on a TV show and like we got lunch. That was the extent of it. Well, the tabloids offered him up to $70,000 to lie about their relationship Mm -mm. and to say that they had hooked up before. Um, $70,000 so yeah I mean this is this is crazy to me for for a few different reasons I mean it serves to reinforce this idea um, that the tabloids and the British media were really out to get Megan Mm -hmm. and that they were out to smear her and they were out to essentially destroy her by destroying her reputation Mm -hmm. Um, and it's like you have to remember I think that we should remember um, that these are real people, and in her case, she's a new royal. So, like, she wasn't born into that. She wasn't. And even though you could say, you could argue, oh, well, she signed up for it because she married Harry, um, it still is really disgusting and despicable. Disgusting. To me. And, and the racial spe- undertones of this smear campaign. Disgusting and despicable. It chafes my bottom. Oh, okay, wow. my bottom is chafed by this. It that really is... irritates me. Oh, the British tabloids my. are a hot, steaming, Hopefully smelly it's... garbage pile. Oh. Okay, fuck okay. them. Fuck them tabloids. Okay, well, sidebar. So sidebar. So I used to have the biggest crush on Simon Rex. Oh, okay. When he was an MTV VJ. Uh huh. And then I found what out. What year was it? I I have to look it up. But then I found out that he had porn videos. Oh, and then that just turned you on. Dot dot dot. Let's just say I'm surprised that nothing happened between them when they got lunch. Oh, I'll just leave that because you would. I'll leave it there. What were because, you gonna say? Because you, gonna you say? would. Things would have gotten. You would have gotten lunch all right. A whole salad, bitch. Disgusting. That ass. is disgusting. Listen, just just tragic. Don't be the, out here trying to um smear my character, bitch. Listen, sometimes if, okay, the ellipses allows for people to have listen, their own and form their own listen. ideas about what happened. We don't need you. In here painting pictures. Sometimes okay. Picasso is necessary. No, okay. Picasso is necessary. I don't need. We don't need shit. your happy little trees. Well, okay. sometimes mm-hmm. Bob Ross. I run. Yeah, Bob Ross. And sometimes what I were hide. you gonna say? <laughs> I was gonna say I don't know Simon. I don't know Rex. <laughs> and I'm sorry to that man. I'm gonna move on from that man because I don't need that man. Okay. <laughs> okay. So what's next? <laughs> I often think that, you know what, anyone that is willing, but you know what, the thing is about the my opinion on all of this is, you know, cheers oh, to opinion. him. Okay. Cheers to mm-hmm. him for yes. like choosing, choosing better than being trash. 
because someone that is out here looking for seventy thousand dollars, he could have been out here lying, saying Megan, Megan had three legs. Uh, <laughs> he could have been getting seventy thousand dollars. So cheers to him. And now back to you, Carson Daly. <laughs> That's cute. Okay. But the next story I was about is, to say about Carson Daly in this scenario is you. I know. Go on. You know what? <laughs> Earlier we talked about Netflix, and I feel definitely feel like Netflix has become the third person in our relationship. Um, I feel <laughs> the, like this is the third person in everybody's relationship. I feel like currently, right now, um, she is, and Netflix is a she Look. because she delivers, honey. Netflix is couch surfing all around the world. Right Netflix now. is in these streets <laughs> serving you new things daily, bitch. <laughs> and I, if I see another thing that comes out, new release in like, bitch, it's too much. There's not enough edibles and drinks in the world to get me through this. Okay. I love Netflix. So, Issa Rae <laughs> yes. is having a whole mo- moment, was having a whole moment prior to this. Um, you know, Insecure is about to come back. She had her movie um, last year. The photograph that came out? This year. That was the that photograph was this year. year yeah. But the last year she was in the movie with the young girl from... That's not um, her movie, but okay. But yeah, she was, she in, was it. in it. I yes. didn't say it was her movie, yeah, but you she did. was in it. That's fine. She was in it. Okay. Mm-hmm. IMDB would put her on there. <laughs> Okay. She was definitely one of the main characters. Yes, go on. Okay. <laughs> Let me get a little drink real quick. <laughs> you're not supposed to get a drink when you're literally like. Well, Issa Rae was story. in a movie and it was called. Um, what was it called? It was called the Lovebirds. Lovebirds. The, the Lovebirds. The Lovebirds. Um, and it was supposed to be. It was supposed to premiere at South by Southwest, which we know, Mr. Corona virus, COVID. He, um, you know, rained on that parade. So Issa Rae and cool, I'm going to. Please forgive me. Bet you mean sneezed on that parade. Easter Ray, Kumali, Ninjal. Mm-hmm. They're a couple. <laughs> uh, wait, 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 Who? Easter Ray and Kumal mm-hmm. Nanjali. Nanjani. That's close enough. Okay, go on. Okay, so they're a couple, uh, and they are embroidered in a embroiled in a murder mystery movie, according to Deadline. Um, it actually, this is the headline. It's skipping going into the, um, theaters. It was mm-hmm. supposed to premiere on April 3rd. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going right to Netflix. So Paramount actually produced the film and they have had a habit of striking out really good deals with Netflix, um, over the past few years. So, you know, this, although this doesn't feel like a huge, like it doesn't feel like a loss for, um, Issa and, Kumal, because obviously people will still see it and people are stuck in the house, so they're going to see it even more. Uh, and show other shows and movies that are launching quick, like Frozen on Disney Plus, etc. Like people are using the service and they're watching it. So I'm excited to see this movie. This movie looked really funny. It almost was like a. It did look really good. Murder mystery, LOL moment. Yeah, it's um, like a, a romantic comedy, I guess. But, yes. Yeah. I also want to acknowledge that why this is a positive thing is because because of COVID, a lot of creative things are being pushed out. Whether that means tours, movies, albums, because they they can't properly promote. So this would have got lost in the shuffle of the Mulans and everything else getting the bonds and everything else getting pushed out. People would have had so much creative things coming out that at them, which I think is going to happen. I think what you, I think what you're probably saying too, is it would have lost with this being a mid range release and not being a splashy, like hundred million dollar movie. It would have, it wouldn't have had the marketing to support 
the delivery of finding an audience Agreed. that it would have had it been released early April. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful for it finding its place because I still think that all, I don't think it's going to be nominated for Oscars or Emmys and all no. that other stuff. I think no. that this is kind of this is the kind of um, content people are looking for to escape what's mm-hmm. happening. So, and not only that, the things that are on Netflix right now, this is what anyone's talking about i mean a tiger king is a perfect example yeah of like you know it probably would have gone viral anyway but the fact that everyone is stuck in their house Dang, i should also do but watch tiger king bitch. and then someone says oh in. you should watch this tiger king <laughs> docuseries because it's really crazy and everyone watches it and then it catches fire so there is i think an opportunity here for something similar to happen with this particular film, at least in certain circles. So like people who are really dialed into the work that's being produced by black creatives mm-hmm. and people who are obviously Issa Rae fans. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure um, Kumal has his fans because um, I don't even know who Kumal is. He is like um, the thing that I saw that I that I remembered when I saw his face was he's really buff now. And I don't know why. I don't know what he buffed up for, but like he's got some Maybe kind of a body. You. Um, so that's the thing that I remember, but he was in of the, course he was you in would the, remember him being buff out of all things. Uh, well, he's buff now. So because I remember it, that because <laughs> it was a headline when it happened, when Ooh. they were like, Oh my God, this is what he looks like under his clothes. Okay. So and you said save. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So I just think that, um, you know, this is something that has the opportunity to probably be a bigger deal, at least in the short term being released on netflix than it would have necessarily if it were released yeah it would have been the a theaters. limited release not it wouldn't have done it what it would have so done. it wouldn't have found as many theaters or or people had it not been released so and then cheers. this is and this is also a test because this is the first film that's mm-hmm. heading into netflix um that a movie studio has pulled from released mm-hmm. for, from release um so it's gonna be kind of a litmus test for what you might see because uh, we are seeing some films that were released in the theater mm-hmm. for like maybe Going two weeks right like to. onward which mm-hmm. is now going to be available on streaming services mm-hmm. but this is a little different because it never actually hit the theaters so i'm excited to see it and so it's we'll almost like fuck a direct to dvd bitch direct to streaming services direct to streaming Come on, services bitch. which that's something that that um, studios have been flirting with for a while. Yes. Yeah, so or they we'll will see. release things in the theaters and on streaming services at the, at the same, same time. time. Um, but yeah, so um, also, sidebar, mm-hmm, you love we sidebar. will be talking about um, Tiger King. <laughs> But we're going to talk about that. If you did not join our um, yes, Instagram live, our Instagram. March 30th. Yes, March 30th. At 5.30 yes. East Pacific Standard, 8.30 Eastern Standard. Yeah. So um, be on the lookout for that. And we want to see you there. Because I already know that conversation is going to be crazy. <laughs> You're crazy. All right. So speaking of Netflix, we talked, um, I think, last week, within the last couple of weeks, about Ava DuVernay and Netflix, When They See Us, the lawsuit that was brought by um, Linda Fairstein. That is still in the works, but we do have... Linda is garbage. Linda is trash. She is. Linda is compost. Steaming, smelly. Is ass. Yeah, just like the British tabloids. Um, but on Monday, a judge dismissed the lawsuit that was brought against Ava DuVernay and Netflix last year um, over a scene from um, the Central Park Jogger case-based miniseries um, where there was this um, training group. So, like, it was um, a police training group where mm-hmm. um if you saw the film uh there was the read technique is what it was called um that was utilized i guess during this time period for interrogations where this particular training group felt like they were being defamed mm-hmm. and that it was not true as it was depicted well, in it was the a, film mm-hmm. but the judge 
tossed that lawsuit, and I'm glad to hear it. I like because to see ultimately it. the judge was like, "Bitch, this was although this wasn't this was a movie about something you were involved in. It was a movie inspired by true events." So there were portions and places of the story that were not actually recount of exact situation. It's called creative license. So, so that's why they're going to drop it because it was fiction. Yeah. Like, like it was, it was fiction. The story was true. What the action in that may said scene may have been dramatized in order to, you know, complete the, the story. I'm just hoping that Linda Fairstein's lawsuit ends um, similarly. I hope Linda Fairstein's lawsuit ends like her triple chin. Mm-mm. Has her triple chin ended though? No, it keeps going okay. and going okay. and okay. going well, until that, it drops off of her of, face. That's the opposite and of what onto you her see. gut. That's the okay. opposite of what you actually want to see. But Linda, it, but this, I hope. I hope. Mm, what do you hope? That's all I hope. Okay. So at this point, I, it, what what irritates me even more about this is that. Any harm that either this training program, whatever you want to call it, or that Linda Fairstein have felt that they've had to endure since this particular um, docuseries they has weren't aired. in jail. Exactly, it fucking pales in comparison to being jailed as a child for anywhere from five to seven years for mm-hmm. some shit you didn't do. So, Linda, maybe we should put you in jail five to seven years to see. It, okay. Your thoughts are very weird right now. No, because I'd be thinking about everything about something else at the same time. Okay. Well, I mean, what I have to say about it is the fuckery in this world never ceases to amaze me. Oh. And it continues. And 2020 is the year of fuckery. He is. <laughs> All right. So this is probably a very good time for us to take a brief break. And we will be right We'll back. be back, girl. And we'll be back more specifically with stories about Floyd Mayweather's ex and her death. Summer Walker and also um, the brat who um, had an interesting revelation this week. All right. We'll be right back. During these tough times, we all have to be sure to not let Corona get us down. We've got you covered. That's me, Ray and Jay, with fresh playlists on Spotify to get you through while we're all on the sick and shut in list. Be sure to search Spotify for shuffle and repeat. He said top 40. And the Gospel Truth playlist. These are three separate playlists. We will also be sharing links to these playlists this week via social media. So be on the lookout. We just want to make sure that you know that we're all in this together. And together is how we'll get through it. So please be sure to go out and have some good time with some bomb ass music. All right. Let's get back into the show. Oh, ah. <laughs> We're back. Okay. okay, so let's dive into this. Oh, that so, was loud. You're welcome. Uh, okay, so the next topic <laughs> no, is Floyd you. Mayweather. So Floyd Mayweather has been in the headlines for many years. Well, I mean, the topic moons. is not really Floyd Mayweather, but he's involved. Yes, but so it's a I'm death. leading with this. Yes, uh-huh. let me set up the story to level <laughs> set. Okay, <laughs> I feel like the levels are off, but go on. It's fine. Okay, <laughs> this past week. Floyd has been in the headlines because of his ex, Josie Harris. She uh, unfortunately passed away. Um, And why Floyd's in the headlines is because she was apparently writing a tell-all book about the fights alleged, um, specifically abuse 
while they were together. They were together for over 15 years. Um, they have three children. Oh, you're drinking y'all drink? Like, it's oh, tea time, bitch. Excuse me. Girl, focus on your story. So, Floyd Mayweather is at ex, um, a friend of Harris, rather, who revealed she was in the middle of writing a tell-all book about their relationship with Floyd. Um, Harris was sent to expose the, the savage, and I quote, beatings, she alleged, um, by the hands of Mayweather. Mm-hmm. We know Mayweather ha- is trash. We've, we've, we, well, we, like, you and I, I don't know if everyone knows. And I also don't know if everyone actually cares because he is celebrated amongst various communities about being who he is. Um, however, he has a, a track record and, and a criminal record mm-hmm. of being a, a woman beater. Mm-hmm. And Josie was here and ready to expose. Um, she actually accused him of defaming her by lying about his domestic abuse domestic abuse uh, and violence in an interview with Katie Couric. The two actually were scheduled to go to travel trial December 7th. Um, she actually, you know, and I quote in the expert of ex- excerpt of her um, tell all my eyes flew open to the sound of my own screams. Pain was searing through my skull. When I looked up and saw Floyd, he was holding back my hair, standing over me with one hand, punching the back of my head with another dragging me off the sofa and pulling me across the room. So during the interview, as I mentioned, Harris, she accused Harris, he accused, I'm sorry, Harris of being on drugs and claimed that he was not an aggressor in their relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, she was actually in the middle of Katie Couric interview. Yeah. And she was in the middle of a suit for $20 million um, after this Katie Couric interview. Um, The case of Harris or um, Josie um, death is, the cause of death is still open. We've not seen any sort of report of um, the cause. However, yeah, I mean that's a crazy thing with because there was no drugs or anything found. Yeah, on scene I, I was not. I wasn't following play. this story, so I'm really glad that you um, actually have been following it more closely and you added it to the topic list because um, essentially earlier um, in the month of March, um, Harris was found dead in the front seat of her car. Mm-hmm. Um, she and, was found by her child on her property, and it's it's a very um, mysterious, you know, death. And they're really at this point trying to figure out exactly how she died, and to your point, what the cause of death was. And um, you know, it's even more mysterious now because there's this new official cause of death that has been deferred pending additional mm-hmm. investigation. What does that mean? Like that? Like, it means they still needed to do more testing, probably a, a tox screen. I'm sure yeah. that's probably what they're going to do. And, you know, that takes weeks yeah. often to come back. So, you know, we'll follow this to see what but could happens. Could she have died of natural death? What? Of natural causes? I'm sorry, what was your question? Could she have died of natural causes? And that's why they might have extended because they're trying to just make sure. No, because, well, I mean, I'm, I, I'm not a doctor but or, or a medical examiner, but I would think that if but it you're were. But you're Miss Cleo. I would think that if it weren't, you know, quote unquote, natural causes, that they would have been able to ascertain that mm. just from an autopsy. So I think that's why they're deferring because, you know, all the normal things that they would check, heart attack, stroke, yeah. you know, all of these things have probably come back as probably no. So now they want to, to, you know, dig deeper and look further and see if maybe there, you know, was some type of a substance in her system that I mean, wouldn't come back from I'm just not a regular gonna say this, But I'm going to say this, alleged, uh, it definitely felt, it definitely feels the more and more I hear about this story, um, suspect. Mm-hmm. And I worry and hope that nothing, you know, negatively 
um, has comes from their background. Um, the story, I mean, the the toxicology report, mm-hmm. um, and you know that it's not linked to anyone specific that would have benefited from her death. Yeah, I mean, it's um, they they were saying initially that they did not think that there was any foul play. Um, it didn't seem like you know there was any struggle. To your point, there were no drugs on the scene. But we'll just kind of have to wait and see. But it's interesting to me, and I'm going to be honest about what my Mm, first thought was. My first thought was, are we just like a few months or like a year away from a Netflix docuseries about this case? Like, are we going to see mm -hmm. The Ring King? Is that going to be the new thing that comes out? And everybody's wondering, like, you know, what is going on? What is the real story behind this? I mean, do you think that he he had anything? Like, do you think that 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 docuseries would share his involvement? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying that I think that it's it's odd to me that it's um, she's died under such suspicious circumstances. Obviously, we'll need to wait to see what happens with the um, further investigation that the medical examiner is doing. Because he has enough money, low-key, to, to find things that will not be tracked. Did you not watch um, Scandal? There are drugs that will not be linked to anything. I mean, I'm not going into all of that. But I'm just who, saying, allegedly, but, but what on I, Scandal, Olivia Pope <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. showed me yes. that there okay. are drugs and ways, and Shonda, kill, Shonda and Shonda, mm-hmm. ways to kill people okay. without it being traced. Okay. Well, I mean, I've made it very clear on the pod about how I feel about Floyd. Um, you know, he's not a good guy. It's pretty well known. Um, you know, but folks seem to have no problem, in my opinion, with separating his widely reported history of alleged domestic abuse yep. from his athletic prowess. So it's they still like, want to be fans mm-hmm. because he's such a great boxer. But if if you're even thinking that, to me, that makes it so much worse because of the profession that he's in. Exactly. Because I can't imagine the idea of this man who was arguably one of the best boxers in history in this so-called sport, I use air quotes, using these skills to be a woman. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. The same people that is in these streets supporting Floyd and saying how good he is and we need to separate the alleged and the person is the same people out here playing step in the name of love. Well, I mean, it for Robert, the thing that and his COVID trying to get, and you know what? Ass. That's a good point that you're making because the whole arc, the whole R. Kelly thing is just one of many examples of how people are just willing to compartmentalize things. And but, I think COVID is another example of that because with social distancing, what we're finding is that if people feel like something is not directly affecting them. Mm-hmm. They don't really give a shit about how it's affecting they anyone sure don't. else. Until all of a sudden it affects they can't go to the club, they can't go to the strip club. Or until go. someone in their own family mm-hmm. dies of COVID. So it's just kind of like this whole idea of social responsibility. And there really is, in certain circles, a lack of social responsibility. I do not, uh, you know, I don't follow boxing. I don't I feel don't like even, it's a valid I don't, sport. I don't understand. I, but I would never I be the fan of someone who... It, who has been alleged to do the heinous things that he's? Been I want to say it's not a f- solid sport because I low key think people would argue gymnastics. People would argue, you know, various levels of various types of sports are not sports because people. Some people think sports as, you know, like basketball, football. Et I don't think boxing is a sport because of the brutality. Let me be clear. But okay, that's fair. I also think that like sh- like. Mm-hmm. Pole activity should be a sport. I, I agree. 
So I think to me, pole activity is more of a sport than boxing is. I don't know. I disagree because I feel like they're both require you to build some sort of skill. Also, brutalizing the pole is not the same as as trying to beat the shit out of another person. I'm gonna remember that when we're allowed to go out in the club and you be brutalizing the dance floor. Okay? Oh my god. Anyway, speaking, and doing speaking of being brutalized, um, again, this is something I wasn't aware of, but. This whole Summer Walker and London on a track and this question of, um, you know, whether Summer may or may not be in an abusive relationship with London on a track has taken me by surprise, but not really. So I'm not surprised. Recently, um, Summer Walker and London um, were um, actually on social media. There was a video um, where London grabs Summer's neck when she tells him that it hurts. Apparently, he didn't let go. Yeah, in the um, video. Yeah, and she explicitly uses the word stop. And I did watch the video, although I watched the video without any sound. Um, and to be perfectly honest, I it I couldn't tell if it was joking or not. Um, it didn't. Because he says in the video that he loves her. And he said, she said, I love you too. Get off me. Even then he doesn't let go. And then he seems to tighten up his grip and then... Um, bringing her closer and says, give me a fucking kiss. Right. And my thing is, so this is unacceptable. And I'm just going to put that out there. I don't care if they were joking, playing, whatever it is. Like, first of all, who the fuck in their right mind is recording this thing? First of all. Secondarily, who the fuck is putting this out for right. social media? Right. For me, Summer Walker, you are damaged. You are well, we in these streets pushing things out for any sort of reaction to keep your name relevant because you can't perform. But I think we need to be careful about the way we talk. I think we should be careful about the way that we talk about that because it's like, if you know that someone is damaged, not to say that you should give them a pass, but I think that you have to, you have to um, insert that in your equation of how you react to the way. But part of me is, I wonder, is she damaged or is she does does she enjoy because i mean essentially they came out they have come out in some capacity and yeah, said that she it said was that london was bugging like y'all bugging london was plum playing playing mm-hmm. he would never try to hurt me mm-hmm. yeah sure. she wrote with a okay. heart face a palm face sticker and a heart emoji overall i feel like i honestly in my opinion about the situation and i don't know if you will agree ray but i just feel like summer walker is somewhat that is really challenged with celebrity and she has had a really hard time coping with that. And I think that what she's doing, because she's not able to fill seats and, and create a storm of her talent, she's trying to become this, like, love and hip-hop star where, like, she'll do, like, things for social clout but not for her talent. She's extremely talented. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she, like, for me, I feel like if you video this, this is your, this is your choice to video, right? You might have... You might, she might find, you know, arousal and ha- seeing the video, whatever her story may be. Yeah, but that's private. But why are you posting it? Yeah. And that's where I'm like, it, to your point earlier, is this just the same thing that the influencers look in the toilet seat? Is it clout? Yeah. No. So, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I won't say I disagree with, with that assessment that um, this is some type of a bid to remain relevant in light of you know, the fact that she can't really perform. I don't know. I think that it probably is related to her mental health issues though. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that that for me is a part of the larger issue and problem that I have with this, which is that I could 100% because of what she said about her mental stability, see her 
get into and remain in an abusive relationship and the whole time giggle and tell the world that nothing there's nothing to see here when she's really actually on the back end getting Mm -hmm. her ass beat yeah so it's just like i think it's not funny it's not appropriate um i don't think that they should be posting things like this to your point they can you know obviously if they want to post things to their social media but it is extremely you have to think about every action has a reaction and i think that the story she's telling, whether it was a joke or not, is if it's a joke, you're saying that it's okay for a man to um, promote dominance over a woman in the place of... of um, in a playful manner. In a, and that's not funny. Like, I wish I wish a motherfucker would. Because you know what? I would let you the first time. And then what I would do the second time is I would poison your ass and be like, mm-hmm. oops, I put too much Clorox in your motherfucking juice. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I that's... feel like there would not, for me, it couldn't even be a first time because I would be like, okay, we need to unpack this immediately. Where did that come from? Oh, we would go what therapy, is going absolutely. on? There needs to be some some therapy, some therapeutic uh-huh. intervention at some point you'd be sleeping in the guest after room. something like that happens. Be, I mean, these are all details that are private. You'd be sleeping right. in the guest room. <laughs> There'd be some therapy sessions you would not be getting nothing in between these boonannies for a while oh like it just would be me you and the world like that's what it would be i mean again this is just another example where i'm hoping um and i think a lot of parents probably do 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 well with this but i'm hoping that you know that people are even if they're young they're smart enough to know that this is not acceptable but again that just depends on what you're used to in your own life like i don't play like this i wish a motherfucker would grip me up and i say stop and you don't <laughs> I would know, but what I would say to put a capstone on that is that this was not a good look for either of them, especially him and um, dot, dot, dot. Well, Winnie Houston is going on her hologram tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Diane Warwick um, has Dion, Dion Diane, Dion, <laughs> Dynamic. Her cousin. Mm-hmm. Her, her niece. That's her niece. I thought they were Winnie cousins. Houston was her niece. I thought they were cousins. Well, in my research, it says her late niece. Okay. Okay. Go on. They might have been cousins. They call her auntie because of age. Because, you know, you know, yeah. they're much older than each other. Yeah. Well, happens in, Winnie Houston is going on a national tour after COVID is done um, in the United States. And uh, Dion Warwick, the same person that said Beyonce is not an um, icon, says that this tour is trash. Dion ain't uh, never scared. So I would just say that she may never be scared, but are we going to take advice from her not to go see something when she said that Beyonce is not an icon? I mean, I I'm know. not. I'm not going to take know. advice from She Dion better walk Warwick. on by. And oh, she she go. might, bitch, like I said on the episode when we talked about it, she probably low-key is in these streets a Trump supporter. And I'm not here for her. And you know I what? I'm, I'm also not here for this... Um, this tour where I do agree with her is she's saying that I was about to say um, just a second ago you said should we take advice from her well there's some things I'm not taking advice okay I'm just agreeing with some of the statements she said okay, okay? Well, what do you agree with she said that their motives are what she believes are behind the tour it makes the world go round she said that ultimately she believes people did this in order to continue to capitalize on Whitney's um talents mm-hmm. post her being um you know, alive. And let me tell you what, what, what people means. Okay. People means Pat Houston. Fuck a Pat Houston. Pat, Pat Houston. Patty. Pat Houston. Pat Houston is, or was, I guess is Whitney's uh, she sister-in-law. Leads state, but She's she also sister-in-law. leads the state. And she also at the, I think when Whitney was alive, she was like her manager. Her manager. 
Um, and I guess she knew that she was Pat in Houston the will. Pat Houston is trash. She was just looking for any way to make money, good, bad, and ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, and because ultimately, unfortunately, we also lost Whitney's only uh, heir. Like the money is in the estate, and she was the the um, what is it called when you're like the executor. head of executor. I'm not going to see this tour because I don't need to see nothing on nobody's TV that I could see on my TV. Like, why would I go to a tour to see you di- see Whitney Houston sweating? Like, I could see that on YouTube. But that's not what you're going to see. We're going to see we're going to see a computer computer animated Rugrats character. Yeah, uh, Whitney she's Houston. Not gonna, I mean, I I, I but doubt they have she's live dancers. They have live dancers. So we've seen video of this. So for anyone out there who's seen video of this, I would actually love to hear what what you all out there think about it. It was very creepy to me. Um, this is not something that I'm into um, personally. In my opinion, I do agree with Dion Warwick 100 percent that this is a money play. Um, so Pat Houston did come out and say Whitney prided herself on her family and that included her fans. Um, she would have loved this holographic theatrical concept. I don't agree with that either. I don't feel like Whitney is a type of Whitney um, would have been like, shut up, just shut up, shut up. She would have been like, what the fuck is this? What is this bullshit? Like, no, I, you know, when I'm gone, I'm gone. I feel like she'd be one of those artists where she'd be like, there's plenty of recorded performances of me when I was living. I don't need a fucking hologram. So, I mean, talk about an unsavory character. That is like one of my, my Mm. buzz terms lately because Tiger King full of unsavory characters. Bitch, that's that's tune, tune in tomorrow. Tune in tomorrow. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Um, but Pat Houston you love seems like she you is love such characters. a low down dirty snake in the grass, bitch. Mm. She is slithering, okay? If she was in fucking Harry Potter, she'd be in the house of Slytherin. That's mm. what kind of a <laughs> low down dirty bitch she is. And I said it and I said it and I mean it, okay? What's her name? Pat Houston. Pat Houston to me just feels like the cousin that you come up and they're like, oh, well, if you got, you came up, I come up. So, I mean, it always seemed to me like she was um, one of the sycophants around Whitney Mm -hmm. and that she, she was perfectly willing exactly to enable her behavior, to supply her with drugs. She didn't give a fuck if she was hired or not. To look the other way as long as she was able to prop her up so she could perform. Okay. Um, and she, she said, was, Pay my check. and, and, and just to like the idea of Ooh, someone you in your, in your own camp, um, who is just, and family in your, I mean, yeah. In your family, by marriage. Yeah, um, but, she, but yeah, no, 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 I get it. Don't get do it. that. That's your brother's wife. I get don't it. Don't do that. Cause you're my brother. You're my brother's, um, husband. <laughs> you're, <laughs> I, uh, huh. Carry on. We all know what you meant. Yeah. Um, but no, so you know, you're right. It's family. But this extended the idea that someone in your own camp who's supposed to be looking out for you, who's supposed to be managing your career, she doesn't care, who is sitting in the cut and literally plotting and thinking. So, like in my opinion, again, mm-hmm. this is all in my Alleged. opinion. That she, I think she was plotting and she was sitting back and she was saying, "I'm gonna do everything I need to do for now," and if if Whitney dies. Then I really make out because I know I'm the executor yeah. and I'll be able to control everything once she's gone. And 
I and it's she like, low key might be a narcissist. And Pat Houston's not a, a dumb woman. Clearly, she's very smart. So she sees what happens and when she married to dies. Whitney's husband, she Whitney's sees brother, right? Her brother. She sees what happens when we Mike, never hear about him. when Michael Jackson dies. She sees what happens when Ooh, these other artists Prince. die, and when these other when these other artists have died, they are even more their name and their legacy is even more valuable in some ways mm-hmm. than it was when they were alive. Mm-hmm. This is horrible. Pat Houston should be ashamed herself. She's not. Herself. She's not she ashamed. Is, she disgusts And just me. like this I was saying, but you know who me. is sh- knew who's not in these streets worried about life? Dion Warwick. <laughs> she is in these streets walking on by, bitch. I can't tell you another song she, she sang. Because she don't need. What's another song she sang? Um, I don't know right off. Exactly. Of my head. No, she but has other she, hits. She then has she gonna hits. say that then Beyonce she got. We've talked about. You know, De- we've talked about Dion before. Dion has a legacy of fuck her own. Kids. It certainly is not on the level of a Beyonce. She's entitled to her opinion about Beyonce. Speaking of legacy, but she is right about this particular endeavor. It is a money know, play. I, don't know if I would say she's right. She's right. But she speaking is of. Right. Speaking She's of right. money and endeavors, mm, that's not how I would bitch. start the story. Well, then how would you start it? No, well, I mean Whitney was clearly at least bisexual. Ooh, come on. So I say, speaking of um, at least bisexuals, uh, <laughs> asterisk Debrat. All right, so you may have seen that Debrat and her. Bae, I mean, this is. I feel like first of all, this first headline, first part of this headline is not news. What's not news? That Debrat is a lesbian. It is news. She had never been public. Debrat is about as obvious as Queen Latifah. Okay, but that doesn't mean that she was public about it. As as Ellen DeGeneres. Mm-hmm. So you know, and more, and even more specifically, the brat like um, Queen Latifah, um, and even to a certain extent, Missy Elliott. Um, so the brat has been on record as saying that she liked men. Mm-hmm. Queen Latifah has been on record saying she likes men. I don't necessarily know if Missy has been on the record of saying she likes on men, record, but she, she sings about men all the time. One okay, minute man. one minute man. <laughs> she all of her lyrics, she's always singing she's about like, a man and not about a woman, even though we know um, or we we think we assume we assume we 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 feel that um yeah that's not what she's really looking for um but uh the brat was actually in a viral video last week. Where her boo, um, the, the real big booty Judy, <laughs> but her name is Jessica with an E C A, so it's Jesse J E S S E K C A. All right, so she um, apparently gifted the brat with a brand new white. I believe it was a Bentley. It was a white Bentley SUV, mm-hmm. which you know that's kind of the rage in these um, hip hop and urban um, streets. Um and the brat was overcome um with emotion. So her birthday is four fourteen, and this happened. What was it? Early. Yeah, this happened early, and I don't know. I guess because of COVID, they were trying. No, to, she said they wanted she, to make it clear no, that it happened she before. Said that it's because she couldn't wait because she got the custom bow to put on it, and she just oh, big wait. booty Judy said that. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. And I was like, who is this big booty Judy and what does she do? She has a business, she, doesn't whatever she? Whatever she does, I need to No, do. I think I think she has a business. Because if she in these streets able to buy a Bentley, bitch. No, I'm pretty sure she has a business and then she's also clearly in it. Yes. So she owns, mm-hmm. um, she does have a business. She, her estimated worth, um, she's a business mogul. She, let me look, let me find my notes, bitch. Um, <laughs> she is known on social media for her kaleidoscope hair products oh yeah it's hair products okay and this beauty mogul posted a picture of them and she is worth um an alleged three three million dollars okay. 
Mm-hmm. That seems like a lavish gift for somebody who's worth $3 million. Debrat is worth four. Because that SUV. If it's on lease. Oh, well, that's true. That's mm-hmm. very true. That Oh, that's so true. Um, Never mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Debrat um, is estimated net worth of $4 million. Yeah. So And Debrat has that job on the radio. Yeah, and she on Dish Nation with that Portia. Gets, yeah. And although, comma, okay. Debrat has been in and out of these streets. Oh, uh, we know. Debrat got into jail because... She um, hit a bitch in VIP over the head. We've talked about that, yeah. And most recently, why she, is that relevant to this though? Most, re- I just want to know how she's worth four million because most recently, because in she was a recording, recording in two thousand fourteen, she was awarded. It was awarded through civil trial that she had to give an ex cheerleader, um, um, Shayla Stevens, six point four million dollars to cover her injuries and loss of earnings. Yeah. So well, how are you worth four million and you had to? Did pay you Google what million? happened with, with that case after? No, I just saw that. Yeah. I mean, just because there's a judgment doesn't mean that it was ever collected. Well, DeBrat said, "What do you like <laughs> me on that?" <laughs> I mean, so DeBrat posted on social media, among other things, "Never have I ever." All caps. Needless to say, I've always been a kind of private person until I met my heart's match who handles some things differently than I do. Mm-hmm. So she's talking about being out of the closet, in, and, out, in mm-hmm. and outside of the closet, clearly. Thank you, baby, at Daryl BB Judy. BB stands for big booty. Obviously, I've said that multiple times because I'm actually getting a kick out of it. Uh-uh. Um, for far more than this incredible birthday gift, I have never experienced this feeling. It's so overwhelming that often I find myself in a daze, hoping Ooh, to never on, get pinched to see Ooh. if it's real so I can live in this dream forever. Debrat, mm. yes, that is eloquent. I love it. Good for her. It's the way that is I feel about the tip it. Of the teeth. Okay, I feel like a lot of these new folks who are coming out, like the younger a crew of um, mm. artists mm. that them being like more open about their sexuality mm-hmm. is allowing these old heads to kind of tiptoe out of Ooh, the closet. You know, Debrat was the pussy for a yeah, while. Yeah, I mean they're tiptoeing out the closet, but I mean I guess however you need to get out of it. Listen, go if ahead. You got a You got you got a motherfucking electric slide. Whatever you need to do, <laughs> yes. you got a motherfucking one two step, listen, the savage challenge. Whatever, whatever, whatever <laughs> motherfucking dance you got to do to get out the closet. Yes, come out. do that dance. Okay. Um, I mean so. To your point, we all knew that she was sapphic on the low. Ooh, like sapphic. Like the other artists that we've talked about. But I'm happy she's feeling more comfortable in her own skin. Cheers so. to her. Indeed. So that, my friends, is Cheers to them both. Well, I don't know Jessica. The real big booty Judy. So moving yes. on to, unfil- to <laughs> shuffle and repeat. Yes. Because yes. I'm not going to give you a right moment and think it's three episodes <laughs> ahead and it's on the same episode. So shuffle and repeat. First one is Party Next Door released an album and honestly yes. and in real and religiously i'm gonna say this the album i don't need the song in which we are going to talk about is the song that was getting all the press which was believe it it was a song featuring um rihanna and i'm not gonna believe it (laughs) because rihanna you in these streets saying you're gonna have released new music and then boom boom it's not even your song Mm -mm. and you're in these streets singing the same motherfucking three or five words over and, and over again, we didn't even get we didn't even get a verse. And if I had to choose between Party Next Door and Ty Dolla Sign, I'm gonna choose Ty. But I'm gonna also ask if I can just return Ty to get a refund because I don't need Ty Dolla Sign and I don't need Party Next Door. Mm-hmm. I don't need Believe It. Oh my this, God, yes, Ty Dolla Sign. I'm so glad you said that. And ultimately, Ty Dolla Sign and Party Next Door are the same fucking person. Yeah, it's a little. Similar. And what I want to say is that the song was actually created by an art by um. 
Cardiac, which is a producer who has worked with Drake, Tank, um, various other artists, and he also sent it to Business Boy, and then it turned into this other. There's just like a whole collaboration between all of them. We have waited over three years for Rihanna music, new music, because you know the last song she did was Lemonade with Nerd. And Lemon. this is what we get. That was called Lemon. Yeah, this is what we get. This is the song we get. Believe it. And then you singing the same five words for the, you know what? I'm just going to say this. Shuffle. <laughs> I'm on offensive about this one. Like, it's not horrible, but it's also, like, not exciting in any substantial way. Um, I mean, I don't really have much to add to what you've already said Yo, about it, to be perfectly honest. Um, whether it's shuffle or repeat, you putting this on the playlist, right? It's no. definitely going to go on a playlist. Um, but I would, I, so I would actually say repeat, but not like, I'm not excited about repeating it. Mm. It's just like, okay, I'll add it, you know, and mm. then it will play in the background and I won't be excited, oh, but it will okay. be on the playlist. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the next is an actual full album with two albums we're reviewing this week. So we'll have to keep those short, obviously, for time. Um, but Dua Lipa has released uh, her second studio album. Me. She um, is an English singer. And, um, an this, English singer? Yeah, she's English. Oh, I didn't know. I was like, bitch, yes, yeah, she sings English. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> she's actually from England, bitch. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, she, it's English. <laughs> Jay's like, yeah, she sings in English. Like, yes. duh. Uh-huh. duh. Um, <laughs> but Future Nostalgia is the name of the album. And I didn't know this, but apparently it leaked two weeks before it its original mm-hmm. so its original release date was supposed to be next week the third of april which is next week um and it um leaked early so they released it early it actually released on friday which is fine because i'm like what's she March gonna do she can't go no promote shit exactly um but i have to say i'm obsessed with this body of work okay so i've never been a dua lipa fan before um her most recent i don't give a fuck or first single no well i don't give a fuck was like what made her famous but um don't start now is the new song from this album that really like kind of caught my ear if you will um so i wasn't really much of a fan before then but i knew exactly who she was because she's super popular um but even though not every song on this particular album is great, there are a couple of songs where I'm like, I could skip those. Oh, me too. Um, the good songs are so good. I mean, Cool is amazing. Yes. Um, as one of my favorite tracks, Levitating has a great vocal arrangement. I would say like there's a lot of influence. Well, yeah, because I mean, and, and I mean that's to be expected. I feel like, and which the, is the reason that they call it future, like it. but the reason that they call it future nostalgia is because I think it's a nod to the fact that this is an homage to disco and. And um, songs from the early 80s. And it's mm, very throwback cute. I didn't, the vibe. I didn't realize that's cute. Um, so I think that that's kind of a nod to that. Where they're saying like, you know, we're going to take these old sounds and kind of like, you know, flip them for but like future the, the, the title track, did you not hear Gaga? I heard yes. Gaga no, on this I, album. Yeah, I did. I heard Gaga. I heard Gwen. I heard Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. I heard who you hit the nail on the head uh, off mic, Betty Who. Yeah. This whole fucking Betty project Who. is very, you know, Betty Who. I was surprisingly, you know, intrigued by, and I'm, I've never been a Dua Lipa fan and bitch, that's her <laughs> real name. I was surprised you liked so it. So I don't even know Dua. <laughs> I was like, girl, you know, I've seen this bitch in a Target commercial. That wasn't even a Target commercial. That was the other bitch. Yeah. Long and the short, I was like, mm, I'm good. <laughs> and then I saw it was posted and all the homosexuals on my timeline was like, Dua Lipa is oh, a new okay. bitch. 
You got a lot of homosexuals. These white queens, you know, you know, when you work in Seattle, all the queens is white, and they're like, "Oh, Julia Bears." This is just what they needed because Gaga shit was pushed back. So overall, this project I would say is it's cute. I would say I would start with "Don't Start Now." I like um future nostalgia i like cool lower red her lower register be giving me man all day yeah she has and i'm very, here for it she has a distinctive sound for physical sure. reminds me of katie perry not like physical That's it reminds me of katie perry absolutely hate levitating reminds me of gwen gwen yeah. stefani Levi- I, lo- I love again that, that and i like the cute. ending of the album boys will be boys i do like, too because uh, it's a uh-huh. message there's a message in there and, overall, and she's like if you don't get the message then bitch you're part of the problem i i, I overall i enjoy i'm gonna say from my opinion and then i would love mm. to hear your thoughts right yeah. is i'm gonna repeat it but i'm gonna put it on shuffle so i am repeating mostly <laughs> So I'm repeating the songs that I like, which is but like literally probably 80% of the album. Well, that's a reach. Mine's like 45. Oh my God. Of course. But, okay. That's why I know. I mean, that's, that's a lot for you. That is a lot <laughs> for me. A pop princess. I'm, you know, sometimes the only thing I'm popping is my booty. But go ahead. What is the next album? <laughs> oh, and the next album is Jesse Reyes. We actually have loved Jesse Reyes since like 2016. Fan fucking We saw her um, in New York City, actually, um, when all she had was an EP um and it was a mood she's an amazing artist we then saw her when she came here in seattle and she finally released her first body of work um first album first album on which i don't understand why this is not listed but ultimately the album is not listed What's the title of the album? When Love Came to Kill Us. Right? There you go. Well, I'm so, sorry. I'm sorry. Before Love Came to Kill yes. Us. Yes. So overall, I would say it ranges from smooth R&B, very mm-hmm. Kanye meets Missy Elliott hip hop, um, to a Spanish language um, ballad, to mm-hmm. like a girl group tones with Coffin. And overall, I think this is a great example of someone releasing a body of work to show and share who they are as an artist. Yeah. Um, her voice is very, very, very distinctive. Mm-hmm. You will remember her voice no matter what she's on. Agreed. Um, so she has established her tone being very, um, you know, intentional about who she is as an artist. She was on The Gift. This bitch is writing pens. She writing, writing shit for Sam Harris. I mean, Kava Harris, bitch. Figures was her biggest hit in 2016. She will have a moment at the Grammys next year. I'm calling it right now. She will qualify for Best New Artist because she was not nominated for a performance category. She was nominated for an album, mm-hmm. which was her EP. I would overall say that this this body of work is not what you expect from a Jesse Reyes. It's not because that was you would think Jesse, surprising for, thing me, for me. Jesse Reyes has always been like a little like like she's she has a song about being in a, um being crazy. Like yeah. and and being in a straitjacket, mm-hmm. like you, she has this whole yeah. But she said her 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 straitjacket um is like pimped out though. Yes. So like <laughs> you, I I expected her to give us a little bit more high high energy, but sh- this body of work was very diverse. Um, do you love her ankles imported? Mm-hmm. Uh, Lemoria, who shout out, it shows her range. It shows her as an artist. S- Savannah Ray, who opened for her when we saw her in New York City, who was an amazing Toronto artist. She co-wrote that song. Dope is bomb as fuck. Love in the dark is bomb. This album, so like the whole album, I would say this saying. album is on repeat. All right, well, that's down. good. Yeah, I mean, I was I was pleasantly surprised by the tone of the album. Like, I figured I would like it just because you know, again, 
Um, Jessie is um, really a pod favorite. She had two previous EPs, the first being Kiddo back in 2017, which included Figures, which is one of her bigger hits. Um, and then in 2018, she had Being Human in Public, which included Imported, um, which is one of my favorite songs of hers. Yeah. And both of those songs are actually included in the album, which again is um, Before Love Came to Kill Us. Mm-hmm. Um, my fave tracks would be Just Like a Fool, which features Eminem, mm. even though I could have done without Eminem's feature. It's still a great song. Ankles, I love because that is more of what I expect from Jessie yes. Rez because her being a songwriter, she's very kind of like tongue in cheek. But no, um, I would say, do you love her? The the start of the album is very, very her. Like the first word is like about fucking your friends. Yeah, but the music for me was more of a throwback in certain oh, and tracks angles. than what I was expecting. Yeah. Um, you know, but rumors- it makes sense though because I think that a lot of her influences are throwback music. Like yes. she has a mm-hmm. she. We reviewed, I think, her version of Crazy, which yeah. is a you know old that country she, song. There's rumors that she has a. Uh, collaboration with Billie Eilish and the a lot of her viewers are saying that she's like the grown-up Billie Eilish okay I don't see that but she she's opening for her so that makes sense that they would be collaborating Mm -hmm. and I mean it's good for her I guess to have that type of a a comparison at this point um and I mean considering and she'll get a lot of I mean I don't know when that tour is or if that tour is gonna have to be postponed or pushed um but you know once she goes out on those dates with her that would be really good for her yeah um but again ankles caught my ear because um what she's saying is that these bitches can't measure up to my ankles okay i love that Mm -hmm. dope to you know you mentioned dope this is like the club song that i was definitely not expecting from her at all that like bitch if this comes on in the club look out okay i'm gonna be in there girl just know the next time we're in the club african dance it don't matter what's on look out (laughs) the back bends like widow (laughs) between you doing alleged back bends and me in these streets Holding <laughs> holding you up from doing a back bend. I just know that it's going to be, we're going to have to go to urgent care. <laughs> I don't do urgent care. I do ER. Um, but no, that's fine. So I, I say all that to say that this is definitely on repeat, like a strong on repeat. Okay. So I think, bitch. yeah. Um, no, I think we should skip forward um, to Ari Lennox. So you can do that. Ari Lennox. So overall, Ari Lennox released an EP, three tracks, and it was um, called Shea Butter Baby um, Remix. Mm-hmm. I really like Ari Lennox. Mm-hmm. I feel like Ari Lennox was ignored at a lot of award shows this past award so season. Did, so did she. <laughs> um, I feel like she was able to really build some sort of social R&B moment. Um, you know, I loved Ari Lennox when she did Fa. You did. Um, and I was, and like, I was like, who is this? I, I don't like, like what it was she's how very she's Erica singing. Badu moment. I am not into that. She from the, she's from the DMV. She still lives there. Yeah. Like she's, I feel like why I like Ari Lennox is she's relatable. Okay. Um, this EP, however, what I need is I need us to go back to a, a future nostalgia, bitch. And not the album by Dua Lipa, but, you know, a, <laughs> a moment of 90s, 2000s where remixes were actually new songs. Mm-hmm. I'm Which tired of is, remixes right? of just adding a person. Yeah. That's not a remix. That's a feature. Yeah. Well, I mean, but they used to call those remixes. It's a retool. The they used to do that. I need a remix. They would add someone like, and still Give call me the Mariah Carey remix where it's like breakdown remix. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, bitch. Yes. So you're not. This? So you weren't here for this. 
I wasn't. I'll re- okay. I'm gonna put this on. I'm gonna put this on shuffle, and I'm, okay. I mean, I am gonna go back to the repeat of the album. I don't need this Doja Cat. I don't need Pussycat. <laughs> Anyone that names themselves after weed and their their cat, they have an obsession with cats. I have questions. Is she a rapper? Is okay. she a singer? I don't need her. Overall, you know, I would say like I Shea Butter was a bomb ass album, and why would I go to this three track EP when I could go to the exact whole body of work to give me what I need. That's fair. I mean, for me, I had to be brought along with Ari Lennox and like, um, you know, like I, I mentioned a second ago, at first I wasn't really all into it. She had that one song that really irritated me. I cannot remember what it's called. Uh, I think it's one where they're like doing something, having sex in a car or something where I was like, I, I cannot, this is really driving me crazy. I don't like the way she's singing this. The vocal arrangement is very terrible and jarring and it gets into mm. my head and please turn this off. Okay. But then um, as she became more famous and I got a, a dose or a whiff of her personality Ooh, and her performance and wow. her live performance. She's a great live performer. She, so then she I is. actually started to think about her a little bit differently. Um, and I actually am a fan. Um, I didn't think this was bad to your point. I didn't. I also didn't necessarily think it was necessary. Um, so for that reason, I would actually also put it on shuffle. Hmm. Would you go back to her full body of work? Yes. And, and that's the thing that it made me want to do. I need to go back to her full body of work. Mm-hmm. This week, I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. And Ella May. Those yeah. are the two people I feel like I need no, to I revisit. I can see that. I can see that. Cheers yeah. to them. Yeah, Cheers to new age R&B. I think, and I think, you, I think you brought up LMA because that video with Usher came out. Yeah. Because I love that song Don't Waste My Time. I don't need no mosaic tile dancing. No, but that's a good song. I, I didn't watch the video. Mosaic, and I don't need this song fake ass everything. flirting that's happened. You know, Usher, you like 48 year old <laughs> yeah, and she's 25. She is at least half. So cheers to shuffle and repeat. It sounds like there was a lot of shuffle, a lot of repeat. (laughs) We hope y'all listen to our playlist because it is bomb.com.edu. And thank you for answering um, the polls that we did where we asked what you thought about the songs from last week. Yes, we'll continue that every week um, because we want you to listen to what we're saying and we want to hear what you think. Overall, I feel like we were kind of aligned, but sometimes there's been some disagreement, which feels very relevant for he said. There was interesting... Stats that came back on a couple of moving those songs. on. Y'all didn't like the John Legend song? Apparently. It's okay. It's all right. Okay, moving on <laughs> to our final one of our final segments. Yes. It is our political, politically correct. Political realness. Where are you oh, talking yeah. about? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> Where'd that come from? I don't know. <laughs> all right. Quick update on the um Democratic um primary, which Ooh, no yeah. one's What's really, the delegates? No one's really paying attention to this right now. Um, but essentially Biden's still leading um, Bernie. Biden's at 1,217. So he's at 1,900. Bernie is at uh, 914. If you remember, I think that magical number is 1991 that they're trying to get to. Yeah, something. So um, Biden inches closer. I mean, at this point, I don't know why Bernie just doesn't drop out, to be perfectly honest. Like, I get that he has this whole platform and an agenda that he wants to push forward, but... At this point, let's just start get funneling money. Position into, yourself as a cabinet member, not as the president nominee. Yeah, and more importantly than that, I don't even really care if he's a part of the cabinet or not. But I think that what we need to do as a party, for those of us who you are card-carrying Democrats, is that we need to make sure the money is being funneled into the coffers of the person who's Ooh, actually going to be Come running. on, coffers. So in this case, I think that we need to really rally around Biden, regardless of what you think about okay, him. Okay, listen. Because the alternative four more is years Trump of Trump, I can't even think I'm about it. I'm just letting it. y'all know, four more years of Trump, you're going to have me motherfucking bitch. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be on the side of the road, probably homeless. I'm... 
<laughs> Speak for yourself. Because I just because I just can't wrap my mind around oh the idea. Oh my gosh. Of it. Obviously, I'm being facetious. You but, are, but Tulsi Gabbard, um, who was the third person who was still in the race for yeah. a reason that I can't really explain, she suspended her campaign on the 19th of March. That happened. Did she endorse um, anybody? This week, she endorsed Biden. Um, so it's pretty much a foregone conclusion at this point that Biden is going to be the nom- nominee. For anyone who's paying attention to the national polls, because they do national polls during the primary to see theoretically how the candidates in the primary would fare in the general election um, with, in this case, oh, Trump. Yeah. And um, I think it, it's really been this way the whole time. But Biden is still showing right now, which is way too early to actually say. But right now, um, it's showing that he would beat Trump. So those are promising numbers. But again, we need to make sure we're rallying around Biden and giving money to Biden if you have it to spare. Which I mean, at this point, far fewer people probably actually have the money I was just to spare. Say, who is donating <laughs> but, money? But yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. And obviously, um, political realness will be here to let you know. Um, the other big thing in politics right now, obviously, is also COVID related. Trump's handling of COVID um, is being roundly and universally panned. It has been a failure. Yeah. Um, you know, there were crucial weeks in the beginning of this um, in January and even in February where the, he this idiot was saying that it was a hoax where we could have been actually putting things into place to prevent um, what actually has happened now? And from all these happening. delusional motherfuckers in these streets saying that he's handling it well. They're they're clearly not actually paying attention. Uh, they're not getting their their news from a good source. No, um, but um, one of the crazy things that happened this week was that Trump said out loud that he didn't think that governor. So a governor, for anyone who does know, is like the president of a state. So it's it's basically the um, the highest level of office you can hold in the state. They run before the state. you go, like you literally go like a lot of governors could potentially campaign to become president correct so yeah um you know that would kind of be the i guess the next because nat- she would go from so, like local well, not necessarily though city yeah but it's, it's a good point that you county, make that a lot city, of state. a lot of governors do run for president yeah. but you also could run from um go mayor. from being governor no not mayor because mayor is smaller you can go from mayor to president nominee because well no you could but no i'm saying specifically governor so yeah. if you're at the governor level you yeah. could also run for congress would be considered to be a, a next, next step. step that actually could be kind of like a, a transitional step between being between, a governor and being yeah. a president. Um, but Kamala. I, exactly. So um, this Trump, this fucking idiot, he says that he will only call governors who are appreciative. Oh, his friends. And that they should be more appreciative because his administration is doing such a wonderful job, the best job that's ever been done. And it's like, okay, well, you've said before that nothing like this has ever happened before. So any job that you do is. I just want to know how the fuck do you think you're doing a good job when you're in these press conferences saying, oh, Ford and all these other places are going to make what are they called? What are they called? Um, Oh, my God. Why am I forgetting? Ventilators. Ventilators. And we're going to sell them overseas because they don't have that. Motherfucker, New York City alone needs hundreds of thousands of them. Not and hundreds of thousands, they but they they're tens of thousands. Yeah, they're they're and they're projecting streets, they may need tens. And of you're thousands. over these streets trying to sell them. You motherfucking trash ass, garbage ass bitch. Like it just I don't even know where I was going, but I ultimately <laughs> would just want to say that Trump. I ultimately just feel like what's happening right now. Anyone that thinks that Trump is doing a good job has not been has not been personally whether it's personally or within their circle 
impacted by Corona or they don't take Corona serious. Yeah. No, I agree. And there, and it also matters where they're getting their news from or where they live. Because if you're getting your news from Fox or any number of conservative outlets, it's like you live in an alternate universe. It's like you're not even in the same reality with the rest of us, which is, um, you know, and, uh, at this point, he he is listening to his advisors, which is a good thing. Which is you know, good, even though then- I don't like to give Trump credit, I will give him credit where credit is due. Like at the beginning of the episode, I gave him credit for um, signing the the stimulus mm-hmm. package. Um, but he had said last week that he wanted to reopen the economy or start reopening it as of mm-hmm. Easter, which is um, April twelfth. Well, his advisors clearly did not agree with that. And when I say advisors, it's the health advisors, because he has, um, and this is hot off the press as of the time that we're recording. Um, he's extended social distancing measures through April thirtieth, which means that at the, at the very least, you can expect April to see, is canceled. You can see the yeah, exactly. You can see the these social distancing measures being in place at least until May first, which doesn't surprise me. I think a lot of school is going to be canceled for the year, and that's going to be really nationwide. Um, and Dr. Fauci, who was really kind of the face of his um, task force right now. Um, he says there's a possibility of more than 100,000 deaths and over 1 million cases Crazy. that will happen um, likely before the end of the year. And if you're actually following the numbers, which we haven't shared just because you can get that pretty much anywhere right now, they are increasing exponentially. And it's really fucking scary. So for any of you out there who are not taking this seriously, Wash get your, your life together. Keep your motherfucking self in the Stay house. home. And quite frankly, just Stay so home. you know, the reason why April's canceled is because you can't go out. And if you do go out, you're choosing to kill people yeah i mean essentially that's that i mean i have to agree with you because that's so what's gonna happen i'm gonna go to Q- i'm gonna go right to the grocery store once a week we're gonna go on walk six feet apart from each other bitch because you know he might have it i might have it who knows bitch no ma'am no mm. hand no hand no cheese mm. and and there's this whole this idea quarantine is open there's this whole idea of american exceptionalism where you know we have a pretty high um, opinion of ourselves as americans Always. and of our standing in the world and just to give you context so per capita South Korea and even Italy, which I mean, arguably Italy has handled this even worse than than we have because they were before us as far as the outbreak is concerned, um, as far as it getting bad because of many things, including the fact that there are a lot of elderly people live there. Um, but both of those nations, South Korea and Italy, have tested three times as many citizens per capita as three the U.S. Times. That is not okay. So when we see our numbers, which right now are... Um, even in the county, even in the zip code that we live, we were talking about this earlier, right? Where it was like we had, what was it? Less than 20 cases and less than 150 people were tested. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's like, we don't know how much of an impact this has had on our nation without having proper testing. Right. We likely have double, if not more, and you know, an even higher multiplier of cases than you're hearing just because of the case, because of the fact that they're not testing the way that they should be for a nation that is the richest nation in the world and is so developed as the United States. So that's our update. So again, update provided. Wash your hands, wash your booty hole. Don't touch yourself. Take this shit seriously. I have asthma. I'm not fucking around with this. I will be in the house. I probably will still be in the house when shit opens back up because i'm just gonna wait and see what happens we're not going out to the nma bitch yes so um that is an end to political what is your motherfucking word of the week bitch so the word of the week is a word that i use to describe debrat tat 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 on that ass oh not that ass that ass bitch okay so sapphic is the word spelled s is in sam a is an apple p as in paul 
P is in Paul. H I is an ice cream. C is in cat. And it means relating to lesbians or lesbianism. Sapphic. Ooh. So what would you gonna say? What's your how'd you say it? How are you saying it? I words? said that we all knew that the brat was sapphic on the on the low. Oh she's a low-key sapphic. lesbian. Um oh my god. It's a gosh. tough one for you. It is. Oh my god. If I if I didn't like if I didn't like eggplant, I'd be sapphic. If you didn't like what? Eggplant. Okay. So thank you so much for joining us this week. Um, we're going to keep bringing you <laughs> this foolery, this foolishness, this crazy show. Every week we will continue to we provide you y'all. yes, with um, playlists to listen to. Oh, you know, we probably should um, ask people, like, what kind of a playlist do you want, like, as a theme playlist? Yeah, That'll and, be the new thing. And also, just so everyone knows, we are in the process of rolling out a Facebook group. So be on the we lookout are. in the next week or so. Us will launch it and such because we love interacting with you. Now is the time for us to create community in a space where things just don't feel like a community. Guess what, y'all? You're in this together, and we're going to dip down, do it just like Seth, the sapphic okay. uh, approach yeah. of DeBrat. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah, we also want to <laughs> just make sure that we're focusing on content that makes sense in the current climate. Yes. So, you know, we think that we'll probably all be in the house for um, who knows how long at this and point. The Instagram so, lines will be constant. So we will also let you know what new and exciting things we have in the works as we work them out. So thank you again. We love and appreciate you. And we will talk to you next week. Bye.